0: coaches chat. I'm your host, Betsy Foster, personal trainer for over 12 years. I started on a completely different career path and headed into personal training with just a piece of paper that said I could do it. I learned along the way, building a successful personal training career in commercial gyms. Privately and remotely. And now I'm here to help you, whether you're a new grad, a career changer, or somebody who's already a pro just looking to get better. I'm sharing what I know, the stuff the textbooks didn't teach you, and bringing on other colleagues to share their experiences. And I'm doing it with compassion, big smiles, and a lot less bravado than you've come to know in the fitness industry. I'm happy you're here. Let's get going. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Coach's Chat. Thank you, as always, for listening. Today, we're talking about the Sunday scaries, as they call them. When I was growing up, we just like always said Sunday sads or something, but the going lingo is Sunday scaries. We're talking about that sort of anticipatory anxiety that can come the day before you start back to work. So when I'm saying Sundays, I'm thinking um, about if you were to start your work week on a Monday, but in personal training that may not be the case. You may have a different schedule, so you can kind of take the days and the suggestions I'm going to give you and adjust them to your schedule. But But what we're talking about here is that sort of stress that comes maybe the night before the work week, the the stories we tend to tell ourselves about the challenges that we'll face during the week. Um, And kind of this is a good piggyback off of that last episode about burnout in that if we're feeling sort of stressed or overwhelmed or overload in our Job then that Sunday night feeling or that Sunday all day feeling can be that of dread, worry, um, general sort of stress, kind of taking away a day that is supposed to be a day off work. And we know that we can really replenish and refresh if we have time away from what we're doing. Like I said, just... A moment ago, we can kind of tell ourselves stories. Um, And I don't know about you, but this has been, this is a common thing for me in life that I'm always trying to work on is sort of, I have a very powerful imagination in terms of trying to, in some ways, uh, envision scenarios, particularly stressful scenarios, before they come about. And almost thinking through all of the worst possible options before they come around. And while I think it does in some ways prepare me for how I may act or how I may um, address the situation if it comes up, living in that always worst case scenario situation isn't a great place to be. Now, there are jobs for many people who Monday morning starts and they walk in and they like turn on their computer and they have a few moments to prep for the day. It isn't a hit the ground running. For many trainers, and I've mentioned this before about how you schedule your Monday, but for many trainers, you've got a 6 a.m. or a 5 a.m. client first thing Monday morning. So you are first adjusting your new, you're adjusting your sleep schedule back to that bright and early energy, and then you're trying to get your mind around what the week is going to hold. So I have four actions. I call them tips in the title because I think that works better when somebody's just scrolling and they see the title, but I'm going to call these, while they're tips, they are actions. I want you to do these actions. And what I want you to do preferably if you're in the car, maybe you can't do this. But if you're listening to this at home or anything like that, I actually want you to take a piece of paper and write these out or put it on your phone's to-do list. Really give yourself these action steps. These four action steps are going to help you overcome that Sunday scary feeling because you're going to feel better prepared. You're going to have an overall better week. And then you are really going to be able to be a better trainer for your clients. And and that I think is a lot of what those feelings come from. They come from how am I going to do the best job I can while also keeping sanity, while also keeping all the other pieces in my life sort of straight and in order and not feeling scattered all the time. I know for me personally, the feeling of being scattered and not present and not fully focused drives me bonkers. And it's that sensation that creates some of that Sunday night stress or that Sunday day stress, or goodness gracious, it can start on Saturdays sometimes. Now, I have really found that I can manage this and I feel good about my strategies. So that's why I'm giving them to you. So let's start with number one. And now number one for successfully beating that Sunday stress feeling is actually going to start on Friday, or it's going to start on the last day that you work in the week. And you're going to actually Pull out a notebook or pull out your phone when on that Friday and you're going to recap your week. You're going to take four or five of the most important things that are pre- are present of mind for you. Things that you feel like still need to be worked on. Things that are going to need to be addressed. Things that you are remembering now that you want to change for next week. You're going to write them down. Part of what is stressful on a weekend night, is realizing that there were things when you finished the last week that you knew you wanted to do better, or you knew you wanted to change, or you knew you just needed to address them in the coming week, but you don't have it all in front of you. When we have it all in front of us, clearly marked, we at least see what we're going to do, and we don't have to stress that we're forgetting about it. We don't have to Uh, Come around to that, you know. So, one of the worst things is like, let's say your client asks you for some help on recipe ideas, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get you these recipe ideas for your next session, whatever that may be. That might not be the example. Maybe you saw them, here's another good one. Let's say you saw them do this front squat, and you're like, oh, you know what? I really want to change about this squat next week. I want to try a different implement. I think I know the implement. Um, We're going to get around to that. I just am going to need to have it set up before they come in. Then you come around to their session next Wednesday and you have them start there are squats again and you don't realize until they're in the second set that oh man I had wanted to switch this up. And so now you've lost another session where you could have made that change, made that adjustment to improve their experience. Or you forgot the recipes that you said you're going to bring because you didn't write it down. I am a forgetful person. I'm I'm like a I'm like an idea yeah. I just learned this about an about myself in a strength assessment, but I am so fueled by ideas that sometimes little details are, are things that slip away from me. This strategy helps. If on Friday, when the when the week is still fresh, and you could do this every day at the end of the day, I just don't want to give you so many things to overload yourself. At the end of Friday, just write a few of those things down. Oh, I remember I wanted to work on this with Samantha next week oh, I want to make sure that I pack this uh, when I come in next week, things like that. This is a really good place to also write down if you are going to have to have like difficult conversations. One of the things I think that is overwhelming is sort of like big challenges that you're going to face next week. Get them written down. And then that step is already there. It's there, it's present, you know you're going to address it. Now the question is how you're going to address it. So that is action number one. Action number one is a recap on Friday. And this doesn't always have to be just things that you need to change. You could write a few great things that happened that week. What a great way to end your week feeling like, okay, these were some big wins. You'd wanna do that for your clients. So think about doing that for yourself, but you're also gonna write down things that you want to address in the next week. And you're going to do it while you're fresh in work mode so that you can leave and go to happy hour. You can have a blast. You can have a wild Saturday. And then on Sunday, when you're freaking out about it, you already have the list there. So action number one is recapping on that last day of the work week. Action number two, actions number two, three, and four are going to happen on Sunday at some point. You could do this on like very early Monday morning if you're a very early riser, but that might not quell the stressors. If you're a Sunday night worrier, maybe you do this in the morning before everybody wakes up or really quickly on that Sunday. You're just writing a few of these things down. So the number one, the number two action, which is happening on Sunday, is going to be to just take out your calendar, take out your schedule. You're going to review your schedule. You're just going to look at it once you're going to look at the week, give yourself a mental picture of what is coming ahead this week. Because sometimes there are anomalies and you want to see it. Sometimes it's the exact same normal thing and it just kind of gives you a moment to say, okay, this is what my week looks like. When you're looking at that week, you're going to be able to see Do I need to review any of these programs? So as you review the schedule, you're also going to review the programs. Is there anybody's workout that I needed to go back, take a look at? Did I not mark some notes that I wanted to mark? Was there something I was thinking about changing? Anything like that. This is the opportunity. Then you don't have to do it in the 10 seconds before they show up. You're doing it right here. It will also allow you to see if there's anything you anticipate you'll need to change if there's anything you'll anticipate you anticipate that you're going to need to talk to a client about or you're going to need to talk to a supervisor about it's just kind of laying it all out for you and in that same thing so we're calling this the review action you're going to review the schedule review any programs you need to. This doesn't mean you have to go through every single client's program. You can probably see from your schedule who needs some um, reviewing. You review those programs and then you're going to review wins or or highlights for those clients. And maybe it's not every single person. Maybe you're just, when you're looking over that schedule and looking over the programs, you say, okay, oh, I want to make sure I highlight that Jackie is doing this this week. I want her to know that this is a big push for her, and I'm really excited for her. I want to celebrate so and so's like two year anniversary with me this week, and I want to remind Stephen that his his competition is coming up, and we need to do whatever. Just going to mark a few of those down. This again is going to kind of center your brain around what what the goal of your job is a little bit. It's a little bit of a mind game around, okay, when I come to work, this is the energy I'm bringing. These are the things I'm going to do. When you think about how you can celebrate someone, how you can give them support, any of that, you put yourself in the right place. And I guarantee you those feelings are going to help you beat some of that Sunday scary feelings. So that was number two, which is happening on a Sunday. And that's just the review step. Doesn't have to take a long time. Can take as long or as short as you want it to. Number three, which is also happening on Sunday, you are just going to, after you've reviewed that schedule and stuff, now you know your schedule. You are going to literally schedule something fun for yourself for the week. Schedule it. Schedule it on the calendar on Sunday, whether it is going to grab a coffee in between this client and that client because you know you have that time. Oh, you're going to work out with so-and-so and that's going to be like a great thing for you. Oh, you're going to go out after work this night. Oh, you get to go to somebody's performance, whatever it may be doesn't have to be a big thing. It's just going to be a part of your Sunday to remind yourself of the joy that you can have in the week that can be part of work or not part of work. Doesn't matter. Just going to be like a good Sunday centering. You are going to schedule a fun thing. Schedule your joy. Schedule it. And again, like I said, it can be work-related or non-work-related, but scheduling it here as you look at your work schedule is going to give you the opportunity to show yourself how much fun you can have within the context of the schedule that's not going to change for your work. I hope that makes sense. And then number four, you are going to schedule some brain invigorating time. So one of the biggest things that I think as trainers, my, many trainers I know have a real lust for learning, a real interest in knowing something more to give to their clients, to give to their own training, to do to both, like to really understand something better. I haven't met too many trainers who aren't interested in learning something new. The challenge comes from the self-discipline about how you incorporate that. And if you have a busy schedule, that is really, really hard. And, you know, it's the same thing when, when trainers go to like a big conference, they usually come back invigorated. Maybe they learned something new, but maybe it was just like sort of the energy that comes from a bunch of people having a common interest in getting better and learning more. Doesn't matter how long this brain time is, but you're gonna schedule it. And you might even pick the article or the video that you're gonna watch or the podcast you're gonna listen to, but you're gonna put it on your schedule on Sunday so that you have a moment where you're going, This week, I'm gonna kick ass at my job. I'm gonna meet all these things that are part of my schedule. I'm gonna have some joyful fun. And I am also gonna get better because I'm gonna put some effort into my development my own professional development again not you don't have to do a course this week you have to read an article or you have to listen to something or you can maybe you've been working on a course for a while and you never have time for it so schedule that brain invigorating time we can do a ton of things to increase our satisfaction in our job just by making sure that we're meeting all the aspects, all the needs of our own professional satisfaction, right? You know, a schedule that suits us well, um, you know, the ability to accomplish things because we've set out what we're gonna do, some brain invigorating time, you know, some wins for our clients. All right. So let me recap. I don't want to keep you too long. I'm going to give you these four actions again. These are things that you're actually going to write down. You're actually going to put in the calendar app. You're going to actually write in your app on your phone. You're going to have a notebook. So you're going to do these things. Number one is a Friday or end of week activity. And that's a recap. A recap of things that are at front of mind for you, that you want to remember for the next week, that you want to carry over to the next week, that you don't want to lose in your weekend um, away from the job. These can be wins. These can be things that you want to address. These can be things that you know that you want to change next week and you just need to make note of it. So that's number one. Number two is happening on Sunday. Actions two, three, and four are happening on Sunday or Monday morning, sometime over the weekend to prep you for the week. Also to help alleviate that feeling of stress, to know that you'll be able to have a better week, and to to increase your effectiveness as a trainer. Number 2 like I said is rev- is the review step. You're reviewing the schedule, reviewing any programs, not maybe not all, but some of the programs that might need some quick little tweaks. You're thinking about anything that you're going to need to anticipate, maybe difficult conversations that you're going to have to have, or you're writing down a few wins or things to celebrate with clients in the week. You're getting your mind around what really big and incredible things you can do for your clients with small actions. Action number three is scheduling your fun, scheduling your joy. Could be at work. Could not be at work, but it's going to fall within the work week. And you're going to have something to look forward to. Something that brings you some real excitement, some real joy. And number four, you're going to schedule your brain invigorating time. Again, 15 minutes, a half an hour. I don't really care how long it is. You're putting it on the schedule because you're showing yourself you're committing to learning a little bit more. And you're reminding yourself, oh, I get time to myself to get better at my craft, to get better at what I'm doing, to uh, really actually make this a focus time rather than just like grabbing the article but not reading it. Okay? Those are your four actions that are really gonna make a big difference. Now, I want you to try them. Depending on when you listen to this episode, you're gonna have to determine if you can do it this week or next week, but I want you to try them if this has ever been an issue for you or a challenge that you've faced, and then I want you to let me know how it goes. And honestly, if if you're not in training, but you're listening to this, you may find that you can use this in your own job or or your own career. All right, so you're going to try them. You're going to let me know how it goes. You can DM me at foster underscore strength, or you can email me, Betsy, at the letter B, fosterstrong.com, I am so looking forward to hearing from you. If this helped you or any other episode that um, you've listened to has helped you, go ahead and there's a button on your phone or on your player that allows you to share the episode. Go ahead and share it for me with a friend in a text message and in an email. If somebody else you know could get some value from it, it would be so great if they could have access to it. So what a gift you could give them and a gift you could give me because that's, I like... What I want to be able to do is help you. All right, go do amazing things. And until next time, bye.